This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the H3 Podcast Live. Welcome and happy Friday, everybody. We're so glad to have you. You know, we had originally scheduled for furries to join us today to to try to understand their mystical and wild and interesting culture. That didn't work out, but what we do have is thousands of dollars worth of furry suits with no purpose or use for them. So here I present to you, me, Ethan Klein, in a furry suit. I've got a lot to say about it. Um, It's very uncomfortable. And this looks like the beginning of a snuff film, I would imagine. but it's real hot, so with that being said, let's get right into the show. Ela, do you have anything you want to add to this? No. Ela, step in here. Say hello to everybody. This is my kawaii. Oh, Ela. She's a real. Oh, her mask is coming off. Mask off. It's all falling apart here, ladies and gentlemen. Ela, tell the people about. Ela doesn't talk. She's too kawaii. But she's got the moves, she's into it, she's ready for a cuddle. She's ready to, she's ready to get in that cuddle uh, mound. Right, Ela? Nope, she, oh no, she said. Well guys, enough of all that. Let's go ahead and get started today. On the H3 Podcast Live. Do we have an intro or anything to cut to? No, we don't, okay. All right, well let's go ahead and uh, mosey on in there. Oh my god. So guys, wow. We've scheduled a furry episode and all that we have left is thousands of dollars of furry suits (laughs) and a story. Uh, Dude, so the suit is actually... The mask is so brutally miserable inside. And it smells like chemicals. I said, Ela, don't breathe inside the mask, you're gonna have a miscarriage. Seriously. (laughs) I mean, this shit was made in China. We got this shit on budget. I think it was a thousand, or was it a thousand for both, Dan? I think it was a thousand for both suits. Something like that. Yeah. So, because usually these suits, I didn't know, they cost upwards to three thousand dollars for the whole suit. Philly D said, "I'm aroused." Oh, Philly's aroused. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think they weren't quite a thousand. They were. They were. We we aired on the the cheaper side. Yeah, we went cheap. So that means that you know there's cancer causing chemicals. Yeah, the most. But most it's like. so tight inside. You know, they sent fans. Apparently, you're supposed to yeah. rig a fan inside because it is so warm. And the oh my god, it's just miserable. I don't know how you could spend a day in this thing. You know what I I want to okay well at any rate that's let, let me let me get out of this fucking nightmare. I gotta say it's really choking. Like that takes dedication. Do they wear it like all day? Uh, can someone come and zip me. <laughs> no, I got it. I got it. You like, keep carrying the show. Um, you're covering my camera. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, carrying the show. What does that mean? I don't know. Just, okay. 
I'm back. I'm drinking coffee. Wow. <laughs> so, I wanted to, originally we were scheduled to have furries on today, and I was super excited about that because I just find the whole culture so mystifying, so confusing, so truly bizarre and strange. Um, and so we had a prominent furry, the prominent furry. He was the guy. He was the guy scheduled to come out today. We had booked the hotel and the flight. You know, we had bought the suits. We were we were invested. <laughs> but apparently the furry community is not without its drama because a lot, <laughs> he was getting a lot of pressure. He was being harassed to cancel it because apparently, um, I think I'm a, I'm transphobic. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how that started. Well, the transphobic thing started from... I made a joke about cutting my penis. What was it? I made a joke about yeah, cutting my it, penis like off. Your penis your... touched the toilet bowl. Oh, right. And it's, so you're going to cut it It's one of your right. tweets. It's a, it's yeah, a I, serious, <laughs> uh, it's like a comedy book, really. My tweets are a comedy book? Yeah, if you had like oh. a coffee table with like little comedy. Yo, I just got a book idea. <laughs> um, I had tweeted out something that like my penis had touched the toilet bowl seat yeah, so and now I'm gonna have to change my gender or something you know something like that and so they got angry because they're like uh, gender has nothing to do with your penis gender see I was transphobic because just because you cut your penis off doesn't make you a woman to which I respond I made the decision that my new identity was gonna be as a female oh I said I was gonna change my name to like Eleanor or something you know I, I cut my remember. dick off, and I want someone to fuck me in my dick, my <laughs> my empty dick cavus cavity slot slot. Whoa, Dan, you up for it? <laughs> <laughs> let me uh, let me sleep on it. I'll, I'll let you know tomorrow. Um, so they said I'm transphobic because I made a cutting my penis joke off, and you know, I guess, and and there's just so much to ask about the furry thing. But, uh... Yeah, we're bummed. It didn't work out. It didn't work out. Yeah. He Especially told us, after putting one on, I have a lot more questions now. Yeah. The truth is that I, I was coming with open arms and an open heart. I really wanted to understand them on a, on a human level. Um, but now that they've canceled me last minute... It was just going to be lighthearted. Bullseye <laughs> on the fur. I'm kidding. Not it's kidding. really not that serious. I'm not mad. I <laughs> just thought just, it was... We just wanted to have them here and just talk about it. I was fascinated by them. Much like Joe Rogan has scientists on. And exactly. <laughs> industry professionals. Furry in a fursuit. Um, but they canceled about a couple days out because he had got he I guess the guy was getting so much criticism yeah. and backlash he was it was too much for him to handle from the furry community. So on one hand I I don't you know I totally understand his decision that's his whole life yeah, that's, that's his whole thing. Yeah. It's just a shame that uh there was so much outrage that that he had to cancel. Yeah, I... And we should say there were a lot of furries on Twitter and also that emailed us that were like not all of us feel this way. We're all bummed. It's not happening. So it, mm. that's true. It wasn't a universal outcry, but uh, you that's know, that's true. Yes, that's a good point, Dan. I did receive a lot of emails of people wanting to fill in for him, but when that happened, I was like, you know what? Maybe it just seemed like, wait, this is way too serious. Yeah, I, you know, this is too much for this. Is too if much. this guy is getting harassed just for coming on yeah. the podcast, so there you go. That was a thousand uh, dollar gag. I hope you guys enjoyed it. <laughs> But I, I do, so worth it. <laughs> I do wonder if um, 
I'm sure we'll find a good use for those. I mean, my goodness. If not, when Theodore grows up, he's got two costumes already. Dude, he's gonna <laughs> fucking die of cancer if we make him wear that thing. <laughs> Shit. Um, so, welcome everybody to the H3 Podcast Experience! Happy <laughs> Friday, everybody, and top of the morning to you. I'm <laughs> Ethan Clark. I'm Ethan Klein, your host, and with the beautiful, lovely Ela Klein. Round of applause. Round of applause. Yeah. Yeah. Now, before we get started today with our main topic, which is that, so funny. So you guys probably heard about the Adpocalypse 2.0, which I will explain later. But I came across this, this article of somebody was cutting Filthy Frank into kids app. Videos on the kids app for YouTube of him giving instructions or him making a joke of saying, uh, cut it. Remember, kids. How's that? Remember, remember. No, that's not good. No. <laughs> remember, kids. Sideways for attention, long way for results. Results. Something like that. End it. <laughs> and so some wise guy was editing that into actual kids apps videos, which is so stupid and yeah. insane thing to do. But uh, some articles wrote, or some people wrote articles about it, and it's it's hilarious. So we've got a whole <laughs> scoop there that you guys will enjoy along with us. But before that, Ela, I'd like to show you something. Okay. Um, you are a fan of good pizza, right? You have a strong feeling uh, feeling about pizza. You like good pizza. You do not fuck with bad pizza. That's true. So here, I found a video That's of Mastre, Mastre, Mastre de Pizza, the master of pizza, okay? <laughs> okay. This is a Brazilian uh, pizza shop, as I understand it. Love it already. So, if this doesn't make you hungry, I don't know what does. <laughs> so far, so good. Yeah. He's uh, kneading that dough pretty well. Thank you, Dan. <laughs> so, yeah, all starts good. I mean, there you have it. It's oh. a little bit of a tear, but we can patch that up. That's all right. Yeah, we can patch that up. Not to worry. Um, minor issue. This is the master of pizza we're talking about. So, ah, man, that's like the bottom of that. That's not a lot Wait, of the sauce right on the hole. That's all right. Oh, my God. I don't know what that is. What that cheese fuck? or is it rice? It looks like rice. Okay, so rice. <laughs> um, more rice. What? And now, Eula, get excited. What? Get excited, my dude. This is really pretty. Is that Alfredo sauce, by the way? <laughs> Or is it a? I guess it's some sort of cheesy. Is it? It looks like mayonnaise. Is that organic? <laughs> I think that's organic. And then some corn out of a can oh. on the bra hand. <laughs> and then uh, let's go on over to the pizza oven. Not good at spreading stuff. The corn was on one side. <clears throat> He's the pizza master, not you. <laughs> now here we popped it in the pizza oven. Whoa! There's a hole. In it. Of course. Now he's got the. So let's throw a log in the pizza oven and get it going. And next up, let's get some garbage in there, some uh, <laughs> cardboard to get the flame oh going. Oh my god. Yes. Wow. That's the pizza master. <laughs> this guy knows what he's doing. <laughs> throw up the deuce. What's fascinating, so that's garbage burning in the oh, wow. pizza so oven. So you're going to have a little smoky flavor. Yeah, he's pretty good at spinning that thing on his finger too, by the way. <laughs> 
Not the bat, Amy. He's like, yeah, he's kind of good at it. <laughs> so the fascinating thing about this is that these guy, this guy is completely earnest. This is the pizza master. Yeah. Um, now let's get some more unspecified <laughs> garbage in there. Not a lot either. Like, there cannot be a lot of heat going on. It was literally just unspecified <laughs> garbage. He scooped it in with the pizza... The uh, pizza tool? Yeah, the yeah, pizza the tool, and then he touches the pizza with it. Um, true artistry, really. <laughs> I love... I mean, my goodness. You know? And I was thinking as he's scooping the garbage and then lifting the pizza with the same tool <laughs> and turning the pizza around so frequently. <laughs> how, when's the last time you think they cleaned that thing? It doesn't need to be cleaned. Right. It's already got garbage in it. <laughs> That's I mean, the vibe. What are you cleaning? <laughs> so, I just, he's scooping it and he's playing with it a lot and I really don't know that he's doing anything. Well, you gotta, you gotta spin it to get the heat even. Right, right, right. Yeah. right. He's getting it close to the garbage too, I noticed. Right. Burning garbage. So, huh. this is the pizza master. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Would you eat that? Wait, well, wait till you see it before you decide. Okay. Yeah, wait till you see it. I have a feeling I would probably have diarrhea for two weeks if I took a bite of that. You would eat it, though. You know, I would eat a lot of things. <laughs> I'm not sure I would. I think you. I think if you paid me $100,000, I would take a bite. One little nibble. He's just, he's scooping that garbage over to the flame. Mm -hmm. He's scraping the bottom of the pizza oven and throwing it into the flame. Pretty incredible. Yeah. So here we have it. Wow. The pizza master himself. Huh. Yeah, it looks kind of good until he starts cutting the pieces. And then <laughs> you realize that it's just... Little... And then three oh. little olives thrown at it. He like doesn't salsa. know how to spread stuff. <laughs> so that's why you wouldn't eat it. Yeah, I got it. my biggest problem was with the spreading. As long as it's organic, I'll eat it. Very what do you cool. think? Um, different cultures, you know. Yeah. Speaking of different cultures, and we've food. we've eaten a lot of street food in, whenever we're in Mexico and stuff, and it's it has made like, me sick. What do you honest. think that we were eating? <laughs> oh man, you know, but it was so much simpler. It was just you saw some some like Mexican lady, and she has like a dome that's super hot. I don't know what's going on under that dome or what's going on, and then there's just meat on it all day. I mean, yeah. That meat is old as fuck, I'm sure. Yeah. And it's hot. And outside. it's just greasy and black. It tastes bomb. <laughs> yeah. But I did have diarrhea. Yeah. All the time. All the time, time, like every day. Non-stop <laughs> diarrhea. No. The food is so good, though. Yeah, you gotta eat it. Especially the street food, it's like my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> but They're like, I'm like, how much is that taco? Two cents? <laughs> and I was like, I'll take, f I'll take five. <laughs> <laughs> when you eat that kind of food, you get negative calories because you shit it all yeah. out. You're like, man, I had like 20 tacos today, but I'm uh, I'm at negative 200 calories. It's a good diet. Yeah, it's a great diet. Um, speaking of cultures and different food, you guys know I'm a huge fan of Salt Bay, and <laughs> I just saw this this morning. I really wanted to share it with you guys. You know, I I have a problem with Salt Bay. He's all flash. He's no substance. This guy is a shitty cook. It's freaking disgusting. So here, I saw this video today, and I'm like, here goes freaking Salt Bay again. So have a look. First of all, what is this meat? Okay. 
that doesn't that doesn't look like appetizing. Let's just put this on a bun. All right. Like that thing goes on a bun is already so insane. Let's take a vat of melted cheese. That's way too much. Way, 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 way too much. Just because you lift it doesn't make it fucking edible, dude. That's meat to feed like a whole family. Now one egg on top because who fucking cares? <laughs> what the fuck? And now the bun on top. <laughs> That's it. And now let's take this steak and drive it like it's a vampire through it and a ton of salt. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's apparently gourmet cooking worthy of Instagram. I mean, that's a nightmare. He's trying to crack the egg, I guess, but it doesn't happen, so he's just squeezing it. <laughs> My favorite part is how he drives a stake through it, like it's a fucking Dracula. It was the the bone, right? Yeah, yeah it was yeah. the bone. Oh, it was the bone. Yeah, it was the bone. Whoa! Like, dude, yeah, that's that's the that's what I want in my middle of my sandwich is a huge <laughs> bone. How do you even eat that? You don't. You throw it out. <laughs> I love cheese. I love meat. I love egg. I don't find that to be very appetizing. It's like a new genre, the Instagram cooking. It's like, it's not even meant to be eaten by anyone. It's just for the video, probably. Yeah. It's. Uh, but it doesn't even look appetizing. That's my problem here. And, and no. you know. But what do people who follow him think? This is a repost, so I haven't seen the original. <laughs> but usually when I see videos like this, it's like 20 million views, and everybody's going crazy about it. Yeah. Um, Even the caption on that, though, seemed to be kind of getting down on him a little bit. You see that? Where? On the sidebar? Yeah, the Instagram, like the caption. The problem with the world is people can't stand to see another person enjoying their life. Sad-ass haters. This guy's supporting <laughs> Jealous much? Why are you hating on Salt Bay? It's just everyone... <laughs> Uh, he missed the black pepper. This guy is criticizing this top chef for not putting black pepper on it. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. Good point. That's true. That's why I'm not going to eat it. <laughs> but my favorite part, too, was like he clearly put it like way too much salt yeah. on it. Yeah, it's like the big... It's kosher salt. <laughs> so it's like way... Okay, salt, I guess that's why they call him Salt Bay. You can start calling me Salt Bay because I do ruin a lot of... Um, not on this level. <laughs> All right, well, that's that. Um, just to build your appetite up. Oh, there's one more video before we get into the main scoop here. And Ian, this is something maybe you can comment on. This video by Kanye captivated the world. <clears throat> what? Where is this, Ian? I thought he was like in Africa, but I think this might not. I think it's just L.A. Uh, yeah, I think it's in Calabasas. <laughs> that's literally the opposite of Africa. <laughs> because first of all, I'm not a. I want everyone to know that's not a racist statement. He was recently in he Africa. He was no. <laughs> oh, you see a bunch of black people. You just assume it's Africa, Ethan. <laughs> Ian, was it racist of me to assume they're in Africa? Well, no, we covered that he was in Uganda. Thank you. <laughs> so tell me what's going on here before we watch you and set this up. Uh, he's been hosting this Kanye Church. Every Sunday for the last uh, about a mm. month. Oh, we heard about that. Okay. But this is the first outdoors one. All the other ones were inside. Mm. Now, is this improvised? Is that what's going on? They're just having a jam sesh? I think a part of it, yeah. I mean, well, they have a set list that they've been running through of about like 15 songs. And this is a choir that performs with him, and then there's people in the audience, I assume, who are recording it. Yeah, there's a crowd right behind okay. the camera. Okay, that makes sense. So, here, without further ado... This is the oh yeah oh yeah. this is gonna be stuck in your head all day, all day, all day, all day. Oh, this looks so happy. Man. 
I love this video. Just got a power stance going, you know. <laughs> the power stance is so funny. Because he's just playing like one simple chord, right? But he's just so power stance and it's all smiles. That's how you give praise to God, if anything, you know. Look how much fun they're having, dude. Exactly. Damn. So, there's the classic yeah, line. Yeah, turn off your autoplay. Thank you, Ela. God, why didn't I turn that off like decades ago? I don't know. There's this classic, um, this classic line now that will be stuck. We'll what? be in it, live in infamy with poopy scoopy, which is da 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 da. Yeah. So Ian, I love Ian. Told me he's like, when I saw this, I had to pull over. <laughs> Because you know Ian's our resident Kanye super fan. <laughs> it was such a spiritual moment for so him. So he was like, somebody sent him this video, and he was like, oh, man. Why don't you, why don't you tell us what happened, Ian? Well, I was at a stoplight, and then I got the video, and I saw just like a second, and I got so overcome with this emotional connection that I had to get off the road. Mm. And how It many, was dangerous. So you pulled over, and how many times did you watch it? Probably at least 10 to 15. Are you kidding, or is that serious? I watched it a lot. Yeah, I, I have it. to admit, I've been watching it a lot. I love this video. Where's the rest <laughs> of the song? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, hopefully, it comes out soon. <laughs> you know, there's this great. I've heard this told by black comedians. I don't know who, but it's so true. You can see it's evident here. Everyone's like, "What are you gonna say, Ethan?" No, in church, black people they like <laughs> celebrate life. You see, they're like. Singing and ga 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 ga, like God can hear that shit, right? It's yeah. all joyous. But then white people in church are like, "Sweet the blood of Christ," or they awkwardly watch the uh, "I love you, Jesus, dude," for like twenty minutes. <laughs> right. All <laughs> right. Well, that see that guy is showing real love to God, and then the white people they don't have the balls to show that kind of real love and jubilance. They just watch. Lame. Love you, God. What was it? I love you, Jesus. Jesus Christ! Jesus Christ! Christ. Love you, God! So, I I find that interesting. Black people give it up. They raise the roof for Jesus. But white people, they're just buttoned up. They just, it looks so boring when white people go to church. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Ian, is that racist of me to say? (laughs) I can't comment on that. Ian, you, uh, okay, well, that's a bad sign. That's a bad sign. (laughs) Ian's not giving me the pass. Shit, I'm in trouble. No, I what I'm what I'm trying to say is ga 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 ga. All right, let's get into it. Enough of the uh, dilly dallying. It's almost time for a break. Mm? Mm. In that case, let's just watch one more video. That time <laughs> went by fast. There's a there's I have another one I wanted to show you guys. Hila, you might enjoy this one. As I have a golfer. So this this. I always wondered about this. There's, I feel like you've got to be kind of a psycho to stand this close to a golfer. <laughs> because I've been driving before, and every time I hit the ball, I, I just, how do you call that? You slice it off. Slice, yeah. And it's so da- it feels so dangerous and so scary. Like, I'll be at the driving range, and I'm afraid I'm going to slice the dude next to me. Like, somehow, it seems like a rare talent that you can actually slice it at a 90-degree angle sideways to you. Wait, you saying, mm-hmm. did that happen to you, though? No, but, you like, okay. I feel like every time I hit it, it's so close mm-hmm. to hitting somebody. Uh, so I go, well, they're professionals, so they don't slice, you know. These are real <laughs> professionals. So everyone is standing there so confidently, 
as a as a small plastic ball is hit like at 200 miles per hour. I mean, <laughs> this is not this is no joke. So, here's the answer to that question. Boom! Right into the at the shin level. I mean, that'll break <laughs> your leg, right? So here's where this gets nuts. Same lady. She doesn't apologize. She doesn't acknowledge what happened. I find that interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. Um, slice it like, right at the okay. shin. Back to number two. She's like, lady, I didn't ask you to stand there. So number two. <laughs> same lady. She hit the same lady it twice. Sound, it's so loud. It sounds so painful. Oh, it's brutal. And, the, and it's like a point break hit. And now the lady who gets hit, she goes, make her cut it out. As yeah. if, like, she's Fire. doing it intentionally. <laughs> so lady, too, man. They, they're... Is oh. and Did we say thank you to sponsor? Oh no, we didn't. Oh my goodness! Thank <laughs> you to Me Undies and Ring, by the way. Thank you to Me Undies and Ring, 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 Ring. Me Undies and, and Ring. Thank you to Eric in the chat who just typed Me Undies, and that's why I thought about it. Oh, th <laughs> oh, thank you, Eric. God, leave. You the man, Eric. <laughs> thank you to our gracious sponsors, Me Undies, 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 and Ring, Ring, Ring. We gotta get you that effect. Yeah, we do. So. I have first aid on the way. Can we ask you all to move? This, like, <laughs> this woman is just dead inside. I think she's lost the will to live. She doesn't say anything. Like, they're first aid on the way. I'm assuming she's a professional. Otherwise, why would so many people be watching her? But I, I just find this so peculiar that this could happen. I think, uh, I don't necessarily think it could break a bone. Although, I guess if really? you got, if you got yes. hit in the head, it, it could be so legitimately loud. dangerous. Dude, you could definitely kill somebody, I think, with that. I'm not even if kidding. If you hit him in the temple or something, I, I you agree. You could break yeah. a leg with that. That ball is so hard, and it, they hit, it's so fast. Yeah, well, it's possible, I guess. Either way, it hurt like hell. Like, that would not be fun. Twice the same person. <laughs> Make her stop! <laughs> Maybe move. Like she's a. Oh man. Anyway, so there you have it. I guess it's time for a break. Hmm. Yeah, that was quick. Why was that so fast? Because of the ferry. The furry experience. We did start a few minutes late, so it's, we're not quite at the half hour. All right, well, let's just get to the break, up. and then when we come back, we're going to talk about Filthy Frank and the Apocalypse 2.0. This is a great scoop you do not want to miss. We were. Be back after this short commercial break. Stay tuned. Ask yourself this very important question. Is your underwear making you happy at this very moment? Or were you not even thinking about your underwear? Wouldn't it be nice to wear underwear that is so soft it makes you feel like you're making love to a cloud? Yes, literally putting your dick in a cloud. That's what they're putting the image of my mind. And that's a beautiful, beautiful thing to be doing. This underwear is so soft, MeUndies, that it makes Bob Ross, yes, the beloved painter's voice, sound like Gilbert Gottfried's. Um, they wrote that. That's their line. But they are so soft that Kenny G thinks about them to get inspired to write his next song. Yes, it is that soft because they use the coveted micromodal fabric, which is three times softer than cotton. Take that, big cotton. Uh, you can get the frick out. 
Not only will you feel your loins being hugged by Joey itself, Mia Undies gives you multiple style options for both men and women. You get to choose between classic colors, adventurous prints, prints like significant otters, or plant babies, or shamrocks to commemorate our favorite Irish holiday where we all get drunk and cheat on our significant others and get in fights. I don't. I'm just saying. I suppose that's what people do when they drink. I don't drink. Be that as may, we're taught we're here for the underwear. It's soft, and even if you do mess up and cheat on your significant other, you will be consoled by beautiful, beautiful, soft underwear that's like making love to a cloud. Uh, MeUndies has a great offer for our listeners. For any first-time purchase, when you order MeUndies, you get 15% off and free shipping. That's a no-brainer. You get 15% off a free a pair of the most comfortable undies you will ever put on. If you doubt this, just give it a shot because you've got nothing to lose. To get 50% off your first pair of free shipping and 100% satisfaction guaranteed, go to MeUndies.com slash H3. That's MeUndies.com slash H3. MeUndies.com slash H3. you got nothing to lose. Put your dick and balls in this thing and tell me it doesn't change your life. There are very few products that I can say actually changed my life that are a paradigm shift. Ring is genuinely one of these products. I have six of them around our house. Six of them. What they are are live motion detectors and alarm. I have a doorbell. So if someone comes ring the doorbell, you see them there. Delivering a package, coming to tell you sweet nothings, coming to put believe dog poop on your porch and light it on fire. Whatever it is, for better or worse, you know exactly what happened with sound. Now here's what's special. You can come back and talk to them and be like, hey, get that dog shit off my porch, you punk. I got your face on camera. I'm going to tell your parents. Boom. You see them. You talk to them. Here's the best part. It saves the incidents and it uploads to the cloud. So let's say some criminal thug comes up and smashes the ring because he doesn't want to be seen. It's too late. It's on the internet. It blasts it up to the cloud and you can review it any time. That's why I've got six of them all around my house because there's no shenanigans. You know everything that's going on. This product is incredible. It's reliable. You can talk. You can blast them with the siren. I mean, guys, it's ridiculous. It notifies you when someone approaches it, mm -hmm. okay? You can control the sensitivity. You can control the distance. It's ridiculous, you guys. This technology is putting alarm companies out of business because it's so much better and cheaper. We had we got video of some creep jumping our fence last like a couple weeks ago mm -hmm. at like 2 a.m. We woke up in the morning. We saw this freaking creep cruising around in our backyard. He walked all the way around. I think when he saw the ring and he got mm -hmm. blasted by the floodlight, he He's was like, I'm there. out. Peace. But we saw his face. We sent it to the police. We put it on the Ring app. There's a neighbor app where everyone gossips and shares all the gossip in the neighborhood. It's incredible. I cannot endorse Ring enough. It makes me feel safe, and it makes me feel connected to my neighbors. I cannot endorse this product enough. I absolutely love it. So for all of our listeners, you have a special offer on a Ring starter kit available right now with a video doorbell and a motion-activated floodlight camera. The starter kit has everything you need to start building a ring of security around your home. Just go to ring.com slash h3. That's ring.com slash h3. Welcome back, everyone. We've got a lot to talk about today. So let's just let's just get right the F into it. So Adpocalypse 2.0, guys. Everybody's pulling their ads again. And here we are in this familiar place. Mm -hmm. It's like you when you know when you have like a nightmare. And you're like, wow, I've dreamt this before. <laughs> and it feels familiar in a way. Yeah. That's what Apocalypse 2.0 is. So the genesis of this was this guy, Matt, what is? And he made a video 
um, that appeared on Reddit. Now, when I opened Reddit this day, it was like number one, and it already had like 50,000 points in like 20 minutes or something crazy. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. I knew immediately. <laughs> I was like, this is not gonna be good. And it ended up getting like 200,000 points. It's like the number oh, one wow. video on on Reddit videos of all Whoa. time. Um, it's called, YouTube is facilitating the sexual exploitation of, of children and being monetized. Um, is that an eight or? That's 181,000. Now, I'm not going to show the video, I'll play it, because the sound is all that's important. The guy honestly shows a lot of like, Nasty shit. Yeah, I didn't watch it. Well, it's hard because he's show he's showing the content and it's yeah. like <laughs> Basically what I'll, I'll give you the breakdown um, Let's say you go to a video about gymnastics Okay, so eventually the sidebar will recommend one with the underage girl in the thumbnail So once you click that Then YouTube starts recommending more mm -hmm. of these videos yeah. and then when you click one more then it's like all underage girls. But those videos are just kids uploading or family, totally whatever, like home video stuff. Just regular. That's exactly right. Yeah. But what's happening is that in the comments, these creepy pedo uh, predators are time stamping parts like he showed mm -hmm. one. Like where their legs are open or you can oh, see God. up their pants. I mean, it's truly repulsive shit, dude. Leaving really... Disgusting comments doing shit like trying to get them to do challenges where oh, like God. it's just repulsive. Okay, really nasty stuff So the guy did good work and exposing something that really does need to be addressed within um, Within YouTube and let me just play a snip of his video. I won't put it on the screen, like I said, because it has like kitty porn in it discovered but, a wormhole as I would call it well it's like upskirts on eight-year-old girls. I don't want to show that. Yeah, no, I'm not saying you yeah. should, but it's Into not, a softcore pedophile ring soft core. on YouTube. Yeah, that's a good way to describe it. Here, pedophiles are trading social media contacts. They're providing links to actual comments. child porn in YouTube comments. They're trading unlisted oh, videos in secret. And YouTube's algorithm, through some kind of glitch or error in its programming, is actually so it's not a glitch or an error. That's where he got it. gets that wrong. The algorithm is almost a victim of its own success. It's so smart. Yeah. It's so good at what it does that most of the time, the people that make the algorithm don't even know what it's doing. It has one prime objective, which is to keep people on the website as long as possible. So there might be a pattern it discovered of people clicking through these videos and then clicking those ones and they watch them all. And so the algorithm knows, like, hey, when you click, um, it doesn't have a moral judgment. It doesn't yeah. have a moral compass. It just knows, hey, when you click a video of a little girl doing gymnastics, then the likelihood that you're going to watch this other video of little girls playing whatever, um, you're going to watch that whole video, too. Mm -hmm. And so he's right. When you click, they changed it now, but I did test it at the time. And he's right. It only took a couple clicks, and then all of a sudden... It was all real nasty shit. Disturbing, too. Like, there was... That, it, it, a lot of times, that's just how it works. Like you said, innocently. It just recommends you what you're watching. So, yes. it's just logical that it, it would happen. It is logical that the algorithm would do that. Yeah. And it, 
and I do give YouTube the credit of the doubt in that. Um, I mean, technically, there's nothing wrong with the content itself. That's right. It's just home videos that families or kids are uploading. The content itself is fine. It's exactly. It's these innocent, sweet kids that don't know any better. And mm -hmm. so um, this guy and a lot of people were calling for all these videos to be removed completely. And it's like, well, you're punishing these yeah. sweet innocent kids. I mean, you know. But but at any rate, mm -hmm. um, um <laughs> what, what was I talking about? I lost my train of thought. Um, um about the algorithm. So the algorithm you were saying that it you got it wrong that it's not an, an error. Right. Um it's definitely as working as intended. And so it's it's so hard for you. There's so people, you know, when I see videos like this and the guy is hysteric, you know. He's just he's absolutely hysteric. People just you got to understand the scope of YouTube. You know, is it really YouTube's responsibility to like the solution now is to uh, um, close the comments so that these dudes can't like timestamp and be mm -hmm. creepy and share contacts and all this shit, um, which is fine. But <laughs> is it really YouTube's job to kind of like police that this this much i mean the parents need to yeah. bear some responsibility i if i had like a eight-year-old daughter i wouldn't let her have total immunity and i would see what the hell who like a lot of these videos I mean, had a it, lot of views as an adult wouldn't you have a look at the comments and uh yeah remove a couple or be like dude you're not posting videos here anymore yeah this is fucking weird but a lot of the videos had way more views than they would ever justifiably have like two little yeah. girls doing uh the gymnastics challenge there's nothing there's just two little girls having fun there's nothing inherently really entertaining that weren't these videos having hundreds of thousands of views yeah but so they did they had some of them had upwards of millions of views it's like why who what other purposes are to watch this video yeah. Um, I think a large responsibility is on these parents that just let their kids go upload whatever they want and just think, you know, you gotta, especially the internet. I mean, for Christ's sake, it's the internet. We all know that mm -hmm. you need some, you need to protect your kids from the freaking internet. So what was the guy suggesting? Well, first, so he suggested that we remove it all. Yeah, that's not. Um... Well, if you want to have a policy of like, hey, you can't post videos if you're under twelve. But it, but That's again, crazy. it's like, why are, why are we doing this to appease just because yeah. there's some creepy dudes we're gonna like? No, uh, That's a complete extreme, exactly. unnecessary. So then, <coughs> they had a policy that they would disable comments already, but it wasn't working that good because a lot of the videos he showed, the comments weren't disabled. Some of them were. So now they're disabling comments on a lot of these mm -hmm. videos, um, which is fine. But again, it's just like because he was—I saw him also mentioning like sponsors so, and making right. it this whole thing. So that's when he, in my opinion, um, took it in a really bad direction. Yeah, and I really don't like—I really don't like the the direction it took. I'm gonna play you a soundbite here. Here's a comment he left on that Reddit thread. 
He said, I also have evidence that some of the videos are being monetized. This is significant because YouTube got into very deep water two years ago over exploitive videos being monetized. This event was dubbed the Adpocalypse. In my video, I show several examples of adverts from big name brands like Lysol and Glad being played before videos where people are timestamped in the comments section. I have the raw footage of these adverts being played on inappropriate videos, as well as a separate evidence video I'm sending to all news outlets. So he's he's almost saying, first of all, what is wrong with ads being on these little girls' videos? Exactly. The guys commenting don't negate that. That's my point, too. Like, why shouldn't there be ads on those videos? Right. It's an innocent video. There's nothing wrong with the video itself. Exactly. The fact that some creeps are taking the video and leaving gross comments on it. That's something else. <laughs> so he's 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 not explaining himself. He's only saying yeah. it's significant because YouTube got into deep water before. So now I'm sending it to all. It's like you have no. So now no, I'm starting shit yeah, again. Just because I can't <laughs> really. That's kind of the sentiment I'm getting just because I can. Um, and it's not the same before they had they had ads generally across YouTube with very little um, very little uh, curating. They had ads on like ISIS recruiting videos and they had ads on all kinds of crazy shit. So in that case, there was a lot more merit. Yeah. But now it's like, oh, people are commenting on videos of little girls, so it's Adpocalypse 2.0. And sadly, it wor- a lot of brands pulled out. <laughs> Tons of brands pulled out. But I just love this guy. He's like, okay, I'm gonna screenshot your video on this girl's video. I'm gonna screenshot your ad Disney on this girl's video and I'm gonna and I'm gonna send it to the news outlets. It's like, bro, he's doing exactly what the media companies did in the first Adpocalypse to do as much damage to YouTube as possible without even it's Except like, this time it doesn't even have a legitimate reason at all. Just because he like can. last time they somewhat had Just because he can. Really. And you brought attention to this problem and that's great, but the whole Brand angle was so unnecessary. Here, I have a bunch of timestamps um, of him talking about it. Here, let me play. By the way, he goes, I'm going to find an ad right now. He clicks through 20 videos. There's nothing. There's no ads. YouTube is not monetizing this content. And the only thing he finds here, I'll show you guys, because I don't want to show his video. There you have it. Adverts. Come- what he shows is... What? Where'd it go? Oh, why is it doing that? Hang on. Literally, why is it doing that? Okay, here. You see that? Comfy leather shoes, 50% off. It's not even a pre-roll. It's some sidebar weird shit. That's the only ad he found in like 20 clicks in his video. Oh, just on the page. Yeah. It's not I don't even know what that is. It's not even a name brand. It's some weird shit on the sidebar. Hmm. Literally above the recommended videos on the sidebar. So, again, I find... Because he says he found the ads on all these major brands. He didn't show any evidence of that in the video. All he showed was comfy leather shoes, 50% off. <laughs> and he shows himself clicking through so, so many videos. And I'm not going to show it because it's really disgusting, the uh, content that he shows in his video. Now, I, I got a question. And I, I, don't, I don't even think this, but just to play devil's advocate for a second. Um, do you think maybe he did that because he felt that YouTube wouldn't actually do anything about it or take action unless <laughs> they're financially threatened by getting advertisers to pull out? <laughs> Like, maybe he just thought that that was the one way that he could actually get them to act on this. Well, 
It's possible he thought that, but that's his, not a good reason to go on a. His rationale is, but, say, but it's almost dishonest to take that mm-hmm. route, and that is the route he took because he's saying, "You are doing something inherently wrong by showing these ads on these videos, and you should know better." Because who's making money from those ads? The little girls who aren't doing anything wrong. The, right. What does it matter? The pedophiles aren't making money. Mm-hmm. If the ads were there or not, it wouldn't change anything. The guys are in the comments. Let's say he didn't find any ads on any of the videos. It wouldn't change the fact that these pedos are in the comments doing what they're doing. It doesn't affect this story at all. It's dishonest way to get attention. It's not, mm-hmm. it's just not real. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that is what he was thinking, Dan, but again, before it was like, oh, ISIS is making video money. Yeah. ISIS is making money. Or these weird pedo freaking creepy content guys had ads and they were making money. Who's making money? Who's getting these ads? These little girls. These innocent sweet kids who are minding their own business. Mm-hmm. So do you think if do you think YouTube would have taken care of this without that? They angle? are constantly. But, but oh I see. So what you're so so yeah. it is something they're constantly working on. Clearly they weren't doing enough. Right. Because this guy was able to find this and but I think the story is big because not because of the brands. The story is big because of what he found. The whole brand the, thing. The thing to me is that you got to understand that how subtle these things are. And like there's only so much you can expect of YouTube to be mm. right on top of it immediately. I'm sure they were doing a lot of this work already, but maybe not enough. Well, but it takes time to notice something like that. It's yeah. a comment on a video. Sure. Right. You know, it's a comment with a timestamp. It could look completely innocent at first. Of millions of know? videos that are uploaded every day. Yeah. A million the, comments left on YouTube per second. The yeah. thing is that YouTube, the people up at YouTube that have influence over the company is very small uh, number of inner circle of people. They have triage. They address the critical things that they see as the most urgent. So when this guy makes his video and then it becomes this whole media circus, all of a sudden that becomes the top mm-hmm. of their pile of triage because they have to address this issue that, that now is more urgent than it was before. doesn't mean it wasn't on their list or maybe they didn't know it was so severe, but their, their resources are limited and they're always working towards something. Right, they're run- so he just moved it to the top of the stuff. pile, which is fine. But I think the story would have held on its own completely. Because mm-hmm. people aren't people are not talking about oh there was ads on it that that's right. not central to the story at all no it's not material at all I mean he doesn't even bring it up till like six minutes in people are captivated by the fact that this the phenomenon is recommending these videos one after the other that's the that's the thrust of the story and to me it's interesting I didn't even imagine that that was going on with people commenting timestamps of weird yeah. moments yeah. and this whole. Yeah, it was a fat. He did a great yeah. job reporting that, yeah. and I think he did a good public service. And I think YouTube would appreciate even um, the the attention because now they they know of a problem and they they're addressing it. Right, they're doing a lot. <laughs> now the thing is, people. It's so funny. People are so weird with YouTube. They they expect YouTube to be utterly perfect. There's nothing like it in existence. Nothing. A place that you can come post whatever you want, get paid for it. You don't have to pay anything. You don't. It's totally free. And then they say these people get so outraged. Like, dude, do you know how complicated that is? 
The Do thing you have also, any idea? Like, have, it, a, a lot of times there are legitimate reasons to be upset at YouTube. It's just annoying when someone does it for the wrong reason. It's like you're just <laughs> delegitimizing everything else, yeah. you know? I love you, that he's trying simultaneously to be a YouTuber and to destroy YouTube at the same <laughs> time, you know? It's just... You can only expect so much. Do you have any idea the how con okay, YouTube operates beyond country boundaries. They have to deal with copyright law. They have to deal with big media. They have to deal with the legal issues of every different jurisdiction, every different country that YouTube appears on on the internet. They all have different laws and regulations. They have to have policies that regulate so many different things. Mm -hmm. That's why I always hear people talking about making YouTube competitors. And in theory, it sounds so simple and it's such, so great and so easy. Dude, you have no <laughs> freaking take... idea how insanely complicated. It would take an Elon Musk to make something like that. It would like, take another multi, multi million dollar company. It would company. take like a really, really unusual... You need a genius, a genius, and you need a genius team, and lots of and funding. tons of money, <laughs> tons and tons and tons of money. Um, so I do think that YouTube deserves a lot more slack than I guess because it's so hard to appreciate the magnitude of of what they do and and how much goes into making this ridiculous platform even possible to begin with, where we all make a living, for Christ's sake. Mm -hmm. You know, they give us 50% of the ads. It's pretty crazy. Actually, 55%. Yeah, I always thought that was interesting. 55%, dude, <laughs> come on. Yeah. Um, so let me, let me play an excerpt again from this guy. And there you have it. Adverts. Comfy leather shoes. Now, this video, um, there are no timestamps. And he kind of disproves himself. When he finds the ad, there's no timestamps. There's only two comments on it. Mm. So how is YouTube supposed to know that this video shouldn't be monetized? There's no signal. I still don't think that it shouldn't be monetized. I disagree with that point right. completely. But, yeah. Sure, exactly. That even is debatable. There could be. It was only uploaded a little while ago. But I have multiple examples of big-name brands. We're talking Dodge Ram, <laughs> Disney in one video. Show it. Um, a furniture company in another where their adverts are appearing oh, on them. videos where pedophile, where people, users, are timestamping uh, the, the girls in compromising <laughs> positions. One of the other things that I want to point out with these videos. So we're now liable for the comments? I mean, that's the central point, right? It's like a legal precedent. Yeah. Us content creators are now liable for the comments in our videos, and that will get us demonetized? Like, come on. Now, these kids, now, if you and, have... And how do you, do you really have to check every, each and every comment? Because a comment is just a timestamp, you There's know. There's plenty of timestamps all just over. Just looking at it, it looks like anything else. Yeah, of course. So... <laughs> Who's going to put so much time into ch checking each and every comment? It's, it's this really... guy assumes that because the algorithm has detected this pattern that um, a human has as well. Or that they even have a way, because there's probably millions of these kinds of videos. So just because the algorithm is kind of putting a thread between them mm. doesn't mean that there's any way 
for them also mm-hmm. to know which ones are the bad ones, yeah. which ones need to be demonetized. It doesn't mean that even humans have a way. Yeah. Just because the algorithm has a has a common thread doesn't mean that a human can go in there and look and at that stream. It, yeah. it doesn't mean that at all. They don't even necessarily speak to each other. So, Right, and like you said, it's not even really about the videos. It's about the comments. Yes, I exactly. Mean, and that's that's its own beast. So, you know, I would understand if YouTube was like, you know, if you're under 12 or 13, we're not going to monetize your videos. And then when you turn 13, you have to send your parents' uh, consent. Yeah. But again, you, it's like how many regulations? The regulations are mounting up. And who's causing it? YouTubers. <laughs> because they want to be outraged and get a bunch of, you know what I'm saying? It's like a simultaneous being like, YouTube is fucking creators. And then being like, YouTube, we need more regulations to fuck creators. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, here, I've got more excerpts. And if there weren't ads on those videos, those clips would still be there. That's my whole point. There's The ads have literally nothing to do with the story. Mm-hmm. If Disney for, if Disney pulls their ads, their creeps are still there. What is Di- like what does Disney have to do with someone commenting on a video? Like give me a freaking break. Report and I'm sending that report out to every news outlet that I possibly can and I'm hoping that people will do the same. To test this out yourself. Go try it yourself. Go open a private window. One more thing that I want to show is now that I've been looking at all of this stuff, once I go back to the main YouTube page, you can now see how, like, look at how. By the way, just because it's showing a bunch of kids, like, here, let me show you. He's like, I went back on the homepage. Um, dude, just because you're watching a bunch of videos of kids doesn't necessarily mean. That anything's going on. You know, you could, videos. if you're a kid, you might be watching other kids' videos. You are watching. Yeah, exactly. Videos. You're not watching my videos. So again, it's like, I don't know. Um, it's so over the top, you know, it's so, it's just so ridiculous. So now YouTube has been forced to super overreact. Yeah. So now if there's inappropriate comments, they're going to demonetize your video. And there's tons of good, um, good channels that are now their whole channel is their comments are being turned off and their videos are being demonetized. Like if you have parents and their kids and videos and this whole thing, their channels are being that's a huge destroyed genre by the huge way. of legitimate, you know, families making content together. It's all it's a whole thing. Yeah, um, and then there's tons of brands pulling out. I just like to be like, why? Oh, because there was inappropriate comments on a video my ad showed on what? What? So what are we going to turn off all comments across all the platform? It's just so stupid. The story is good. The story is good. You don't have to make it, you know, he he got so hysterical about the brands. It's like that was so, so beside the point. Secondary, yeah. Wasn't even any dairy. It was zero dairy. (laughs) You know what I mean? Here's another thought, though. I mean... And, and I'm just playing devil's advocate here, but again, uh, the issue here is the commenters, not the content creators. And so, is there anything YouTube can do to address that side of it? I mean, they've created an environment where people <coughs> feel safe just openly making creepy comments 
on it. Like nothing's going to happen to those commenters because they're anonymous and there's no real way to figure out. Look, it's a it's a comments it. thread. It's the internet, dude. What right. Can you do? You can either be a parent and fucking watch your kids. Remove comments. Don't be just... so fucking lazy and just put your kid in front of YouTube and assume that they're going to raise your kid. Disable the comments. Right. Or don't let your kid on. Or erase them. Or just fucking accept mm. that the internet's weird. And when you put an eight-year-old out there, you're going <laughs> to see weird that's shit. That's the biggest. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Welcome to the... So, basically, the alternative is like a scorch earth, where now YouTube's been forced to disable ads and comments on a ton of video just so they can prevent the times when dudes leave creepy comments on videos and advertisers get angry. Or, I don't even know why, because this guy's hysterical. It's the internet, dude. There's all kinds of creepy shit. YouTube is the internet. <laughs> That's what it is, man, you know? Um, let's just acknowledge that. And then there was this whole hysteria over YouTube Kids app, so... This stuff wasn't on the Kids app, I want to make that clear. Mm. It wasn't. Okay. Yeah, it was not. Mm-hmm. But our next story is about the YouTube's Kids app, and that's when we come to our dear, beloved friend, uh, Filthy Frank. I saw this, I think Zach sent me this, actually. <laughs> yeah, you did. I was like, oh my god, this is the funniest shit i ever seen in my life. <laughs> um, someone on the Kids app was taking Filthy Frank's green screen. <laughs> like, he did, made a video where he just did a bunch of goofy shit yeah, in front yeah. of a green screen. So one of these wise guys took a bunch of clips from that and was putting it in the middle of kids' videos. And one of these moms saw it, and they just got totally hysterical, <laughs> and they made a video, and they wrote a story, and they sent it all to all the news agencies saying, there are secret messages encouraging my kids to kill themselves. My God. And she's like, well, here, let me read this. Warning, this article features disturbing content and mentions of suicide. Video promoting self-harm tips sliced between clips of a popular video game has surfaced at least twice on YouTube. Wow. At least twice. A billion videos. <laughs> and YouTube Kids since July. Dude, that's like a year. According to a pediatrician and mom who discovered the video, the suicide instructions are sandwiched between clips from the popular Nintendo game Splatoon and delivered by a man speaking in front of what appears to be a green screen. An apparent <laughs> effort to have him blend in with the rest of the animated video. How nefarious. <laughs> he says, Remember, kids, sideways for attention, long ways for results. The man says, mimicking cutting motions on his forearm. End it. <laughs> Sounds so sinister when you read it. This man featured is Filthy Frank, who has over 6.2 million subscribers and calls himself the embodiment of everything a person should not be. <laughs> Although there's no evidence that Frank, whose real name is George Miller, was involved in creating the doctored video. He did not immediately respond to CBS News for a request for comment. Are you are you stupid? <laughs> Obviously he wasn't. Im- like, in their mind, they're like, he made the video. And it's a conspiracy to make my kids kill themselves. Like, dude. He did not immediately respond. Yeah. He George- didn't respond at all. What does that mean? <laughs> I immediately. love that. Um, George Miller, we have a media request. Are you splicing yourself in the middle of kids' videos to encourage them to kill themselves? Uh, answer immediately. <laughs> Oh, nice. <laughs> um, when Free Hess found the video on YouTube last week, she posted it on her blog. Here, this is the video of her getting all... Does oh, mom actually, has the here, blog? I have the video. 
Let's watch. Let's enjoy. This reminds me of the mom who found the uh, North North song. Yeah. (laughs) And here is yet another video with a suicide clip spliced in at four minutes and 44 seconds. Remember, kids. (laughs) Sideways for attention. Long ways for results. End it. Yeah, he's really trying to get your kid to kill himself, lady. You know. Oh my god. Now the the guy who edited this is a fucking such a moron. Because like, they put it not on YouTube. Funny. Kids. Yeah, it's not funny. And it's just really stupid, but my god, you have to be equally dumb to watch that and be like, there's a <laughs> right. conspiracy to have our kids kill themselves. She continues. Anyone wanna argue that it's not happening? No, I don't want to argue. I don't want to argue with you. You're freaking Sherlock Holmes. This cartoon (laughs) on YouTube at 4 minutes 44 seconds uh, shows a man slicing or sliced into showing children how to properly slit their wrist. (laughs) Protect our children. This is not okay. Parents demand action. Here, you lazy, you lazy idiot. Just don't sit your fucking kids in front of YouTube and act like that's a babysitter. Or don't expect better from- well, kids app shouldn't have that stuff, I agree. But it's YouTube at the end of the day still! If you want to be safe, put on a Barney DVD. You gotta check what your kids are watching. Like, they're gonna end up in front of uh, Mo and E.T. doing Spider-Man and Elsa. Exactly. Pumping each other. Yes. If you want it to be safe, put on a Barney DVD. Otherwise, expect that you're- there's some weird shit on YouTube. (laughs) I mean, for Christ's sake, lady, take some responsibility. You know, YouTube's doing the best it can. There's a fucking trillion videos. I'm curious what's going to happen with our kid when they start. Yeah, I'll probably, they'll, they'll, the thing is that I hear is that kids just love that shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. It's like when they're in front of a screen, mm. they're just hypnotized. Like, mm. you can't even talk to them. They don't hear you. It's yeah. crazy. I've seen my nephew. It's insane. As a parent, I can imagine there's so many times when you're like, I just need this kid to be distracted, and I need, I just, I need this. I don't know if you've seen it, but it's, like, scary. They're they're just hypnotized, Mm. and you can talk to them, they don't even respond. Interesting. (laughs) So I'm sure that our kid will enjoy YouTube, but I don't, I'm not, I don't expect YouTube to be a perfect place. It's, it's like, these people that love it and depend on it are also the ones trying to kill it. They're like, oh yeah, my kid watches YouTube 10 hours a day, but I saw one thing that's inappropriate, so I'm going to message all their sponsors. <laughs> now, this was this incident on the YouTube Kids app? or was yeah. this, this one was. was. This one, yeah. This one was on the Kids app. I mean, I feel like there's a little bit more leeway to be upset about that, because, I mean, I yeah, agree. YouTube's is. overtly saying, hey, this is yeah. safe for kids, you know? I yeah. agree, but Dan, but how still. do you detect that? Yeah, no, I mean, obviously, it's, it's difficult, but... We've you know, seen the Spider-Man and Elsa videos. Them, you can hold them accountable a little bit on that one. I am not denying that. This one is obviously worse, but still. Right. As the parent. Well, first of all, the guy who, uh, that's why I say the guy who edited that in is a fucking douchebag. Yeah. <laughs> sure, yeah. yeah. And he should have his account deleted. And the mom, too. I mean, she doesn't know. I mean, we're all super familiar with Filthy Frank videos. We know what it is. But to her, like, if you had zero context, that would be creepy as fuck to see that show up on your kid's video, you know? I think it's a little hysterical to think that there's a conspiracy to have our kids commit suicide. 
<laughs> yeah, that's that's probably a little bit of a overreaction. It's just you gotta understand if you're gonna put your kids in front of it, mm-hmm. and you come across one weird video, yeah, then you're <laughs> out like, of the millions. Oh, little kid, don't watch this one. Let me put on something else for you. It's like it's just right. you gotta be that curator. You don't, yeah, you, you, know? you don't have the control. You're trusting YouTube to curate content made by t- thousands of different people. Thousands of different videos shit that you don't know what's in it. You don't know what's gonna pop up YouTube says yeah We do we do our best to make sure it's all appropriate for kids But again, this is a platform that's run by algorithms. They don't watch these videos. It's literally impossible There's millions of them. So mm-hmm. you are trusting YouTube to entertain your kid, which is fine But you have to understand the machine. Okay, it's not putting them in front of a Barney DVD with it in a Controlled environment where you know exactly what they're saying. It's fucking there's millions of YouTube's YouTube videos and millions of different people. This guy just has a shitty sense of humor, I would imagine. Um, and he should have his account removed, you know. And I and I'm not saying that I don't I don't get it, but again, I think the parents need to accept that look, yeah. this is not a perfectly controlled environment. They try their best. But regardless, I thought it was just so funny that, like, of all people to see in hot water. (laughs) Because George was always very upfront about what his content is. I mean, he's not not trying to pretend to be anything he's not. George has felt that apocalypse apocalypse before anyone even knew what it was. Because he was always demonetized. That's right. (laughs) Yeah, before anyone was, he was the original. He was... He never made money from his videos. <clears throat> One time he showed me his analytics, how much he earned on a ton of views, and I was like, <laughs> it took my breath away. <laughs> I felt so bad for the guy. Because on the yeah, same no amount of views, we... Videos. On the, no, yeah, totally. On the same amount of views, we were making like five times more. Mm-hmm. And we weren't even making... Like, our CPMs were way worse than some of my other friends. Mm-hmm. So when I saw that, I was just like, oh, oh. <laughs> it hurts so bad for him. <laughs> so I, you know... Yeah. Um, so, in short, Filthy Frank is running a conspiracy to to have our kids commit suicide. By the way, are, are parents assuming that kids just watch that and they're like, oh, I'm going to kill myself? I was thinking about that. Does a five-year-old even understand no. what he's no. talking about? Of course not. No. Yeah. That's why, as the parent, you saw this. Okay, close it and don't play this video again. They're like, oh, man. They're like, oh, shit. Now this razor that I found... I'm going to know how to use it. I'm going to kill myself now. It's ridiculous. Come on. We all just need to chill out. It's fucking ridiculous. Dude who made the video needs to chill. Mom who made the video <laughs> needs to chill. YouTube. The people who wrote the article needs to chill. Everyone needs to chill. The CBS fuck. News. Ela, you need to chill. No, <laughs> I need to chill. That's for sure. Theodore, you need to chill. Yeah, Theodore needs to chill. He's been kicking you. Kicking your ass. <laughs> Theodore's been kicking a lot in Ela's uh, tummy. Yeah. Every morning when I wake up, he's like, he's moving a lot. I don't know if that's normal. I think probably. Or maybe he's just a super athlete. <laughs> he's got like, the genetics. Like yeah, his dad. <laughs> yeah, like his dad. Three months away from having that baby, by the way. Oh, my Woo! God. Three months before that kid's going to be sit- another one on the YouTube Kids app. <laughs> you know? Three months, man. Wee, wee, wee. Crazy shit. So there you have it, folks. I hope that was informative. Um, there you have it. So make sure to let all the advertisers in the world know that that uh, YouTube is not a safe place for them. Do you think 
it's sustainable that we'll be able to continue being anonymous on the internet over the long term, like 50 years from now? Is that going to stick around, that element of it? Because it feels like so well, many of these problems, you know, are related to that. Like these commenters <laughs> or the people posting these videos. <laughs> well, how do you even, you know... I don't know how you how would address you even it. I'm just curious what you that. think. Like, I, ha I honestly have no idea. I, 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 I have no idea. I really I don't know. I feel like these problems are not as big as they seem. It, it's over-exaggerated. Yeah. So, I mean, there are plenty of other places on in this planet that, um, that you, it's much more difficult, if not impossible, to be anonymous on the Internet. You know what I, I mean? mean? That Even on YouTube? I believe so. I, I, I'm not super knowledgeable about this, so... But again, they're, they're the leaving problem, but... comments. That's not a crime. Yeah, but uh, say, like, in South Korea, for example, I believe in South Korea, to get an internet connection, um, you, you, it's, like, registered to your equivalent of your social security card, <coughs> wow. essentially. Very interesting. And so, you know, your real ID kind of follows you around the internet, so if you say or do something, you know, it's pretty easy to track it back to you. I'm sure there's a way to circumvent it, as there is for anything. Right. But, you know... It's not like here where you know, you just create an account and if you're using a VPN, I mean, you're, you know, 98% of the time covered. Like, nothing's going to happen to you. I think that's I, a very comp... I really... I need to think about that. I have no idea. I really think it's just that with uh, social media and everyone having, like, immediately the platform to create a crazy story just by tweeting it out or making a video... Mm -hmm. It's just that it it can really over-exaggerate stuff. And I think people are going to learn to to put it in perspective and right, be more learn about to it. trust your intuition when something is a problem and some, mm -hmm. something is not. Mm. I don't know. It's like what we had. We had to learn how to deal with criticism and like mm. all the negative comments. And you understand that it's really a loud minority. It really is. It's not representing of the majority. So, well, it's something like, I don't know, it's just that, I mean, this is, this is just one person, and she's able to tweet it out, and now there's an article about it on the news. Right. I don't know anything about her. Well, or, this guy who started this whole thing with, tw you know, 200,000 likes on Reddit, he's a super small channel. He had like a thousand subscribers. Yeah. And he's just a dude talking to a webcam. I mean, yeah. anybody on earth could make that video. I don't know though, Dan. I really I don't know. Would would that change the behavior of people? Well, like these these guys in the comments in the gymnastic video or whatever. I mean, they obviously feel comfortable just kind of openly being a pedophile on YouTube, which isn't right. even like an underground website. Right. And you know, uh, like we said, I mean, it's like, what do you do about that? We, they could be anywhere. They could be anybody. There's you know, not gonna. I have a feeling that people need to accept that there's just sometimes not things you can do. Yeah. We don't need to do something about everything. Some things don't, you know what I'm saying? It's just that now you see everything. Before, you wouldn't. Like, there's just... I the world know. is by it, far a much safer, nicer, it is. more comfortable place than ever before. It's just that a lot more shit is visible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. I mean, we can't fix every goddamn thing. And not. it's not like... This is human trafficking. This is just some nasty comments. It's disgusting. It is. <laughs> it's really Awful. disgusting, but it's not human trafficking. Right, Yula? Yeah. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Make me worried. 
No, no. I'm, I'm anyway, let's. <laughs> anyway, so that's that. That's my hot take. Um, guys, I'm going to give you an update. Last episode at the end, I said I was going to go buy some illegal marijuana, and I did do that. And I want to tell you about my experience. <laughs> yeah. Right Smoke that shit up, dog. <laughs> it was awful. Let me tell you. <laughs> I went weed. to this place in Woodland Hills. It had really good reviews. <clears throat> I rolled up to it. We went together right after the podcast. <laughs> it looks like, you know, downtown when you're driving around downtown and there's like a huge parking lot and it's closed with like barbed wire and a gate. So that's how I'm greeted. That's what it is. It's a gate is open and it's a big parking lot with barbed wire. It's like, well, this is already weird. And there's like a big medical red cross. So I walk in and then there's a lady uh, behind. It looks like a bank teller, but in a subway station in terms of cleanliness. So you walk in and there's glass and this little receptacle. So she goes, I need your IDs. Well, she, first of all, she didn't say anything. I'm like, so uh, I'm here to buy weed. You know, I don't know what the fuck's going on. She goes, okay, I need both your IDs before you can go in. <laughs> I didn't even know there was anywhere to go in because I'm just standing in this, looks like the men in black entrance. And and then some shady dudes walk out. <laughs> Super weird dudes. All Some guy <laughs> looks at me and is like, you got nice eyes. Oh, my God. Some guy started hitting on Elam right away. <laughs> he goes, what did he say to you? Or You got nice no, eyes. No, he said something else that was really creepy. I don't remember. Anyway, so I, we give her idea to this girl, um, and then she buzzes open a door, and we walk in, and it looks like a super ghetto head shop. Um, there's just like mason jars of weed. The dude b- behind the counter is, reminds me of my drug dealer in high school. And for some reason... Wait, there was a dude behind the counter? Yeah. <laughs> there was two dudes behind the two counter. Two dudes. You went to... You went to the wrong place. Wait, there's not a dude behind your counter? How do you not have a dude? It's every weed shop I've ever been to, it's like hot chicks. What? Yeah. Oh, wow. They were not, they were far from they were, hot No, I mean, that chicks. would have been the first big red flag to me. It's like, oh, it's not like a tattooed hot chick with dreadlocks? This no. I came to the wrong place. So I, I got no, they yeah. looked like two dudes that might mug me. To as be soon as I saw the entrance, I thought we were at the wrong place. Like, I, I had ima- when I heard that weed is legal, and I've been hearing about it from our friends when they go and buy stuff, I imagined, like... Concierge. Like the Mac shop. Like, yeah. Like when you go right. to Apple shop. Right. And it's all, like, <laughs> white and beautiful, right. and it's like, here, Scientists, we got this pen. Professionals with, like, a belt on and shit. Yeah, I thought it was going to be like that. <laughs> no. These guys look like they were going to meet me outside and rob me. They were going to sell me the weed and then <laughs> rob me when I walked outside. So, um, it felt still somehow like I was committing a crime. It did. It totally did. That was the thing that struck me. I was like, it feels like I'm doing something wrong. You got to leave your ID and walk through a few doors. <laughs> so, um, Technically, it is a crime still. What? Why? But it's legal. Because it's not legal federally. This is all oh, like a so weird gray well, area. Well, we're in, I'm in where California, it's legal. No, I know. I know. I'm just saying, technically, you are doing something illegal. Yeah. Smoke weed every day. Well, I guess. Okay, whatever. We're not here to split cunt hairs. Smoke weed every day. So, <laughs> I wanted to get one of these vape pens that had like 14 CBD to 1. THC, they didn't have any pens. I was like, are you fucking losers? What do you got? They Their inventory was very low. So I end up getting this tincture, which is like an oil a dropper that has 14 CBD to 1 THC. 
It looks ghetto, man. It looks like someone just made this in their living room, I swear. It's not like slick labeling. It's like, I don't know. Nope. Then I go, okay, here's my card. Oh, we don't take cards. We only take cash. It's like, all right, dude. Well, we have a, I, we have an ATM over here. I'm like, okay. Looks like an ATM that, like... Still your identity. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so I get a hundred bucks out, and I'm like, this guy's gonna mug me if I don't buy weed. So <laughs> I buy the tincture. I go home. I take one tincture hit. Again, this is like one, I guess, milligram. Is that right, Dan? That's like the low... I mean, that's as low as a dose as it gets. Yeah. It, it, yeah. And so I feel a little bit... Um, and I'm like, all right, let's fucking go. And I take three big more tinctures, and then I just trip <laughs> all and hate it. I just Should have stopped at one. So, um, should have, could have. I had an awful time. I felt like shit. But then I tried a couple more times, and I took like one, you know, one hit. And but I just, I think you felt like shit the whole weekend. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I can't. I just think that I don't like it. It's just know? not for you. Yeah. I mean, that's fine. I was like, man, I'll take one milligram. Like, how? Come on. But it just gets me so anxious. And I don't know if it's a placebo. Like, I expect to get anxious. So I make myself anxious, you know? But I, I have a theory that CBD oil is a to, is like total sugar pill. Ah, you think it's. You think the it's whole, bullshit? like, c- CBD to THC or whatever, well, the separation? Well, no, but like, people say CBD by itself, even without yeah. THC, mm-hmm. is like. It's a miracle drug. I yeah. think that it's like you might you're you'll get the same medicinal effect as eating a tic tac. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I really yeah, I don't I'm not lot. sure I buy it. And I'm I'm sure I'm pissing a lot of people off at yeah. home who are like C B D cured my arthritis. There's C B D people are so into it. Yeah. And it's like They're like, dude, I got cancer, man. They're like, Oh fuck, just rub some C D C B D oil on <laughs> I mean, I don't think it cures cancer, but um, have you seen the? There are videos of people. Um, spe- I forget what disease, but um, they have like severe tremors and stuff. Like they can't. Yeah, I, I've heard and that it's take good some for of that, them. and it like yeah. legitimately stops their shaking. So yeah. I mean, it it does something. I've heard that it works for seizure disorders, and I'm not in the place to, um, I guess, you know. We're not making any any knowledgeable. <laughs> yeah, I can't. Statements I can't make here. any claims about, about how it affects that. But it, apparently, what I read is that it's good for like anxiety. Yeah, right. Not, not for, for me. You. <laughs> you know, it's good for anxiety. Whenever I try it, it's like I'm like, oh, this is anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> if CBD is good for anxiety, then I'm the fucking pope. <laughs> so what what did you feel like when you were on it? Um. I feel really dumb. I just feel, I feel like the, a fucking, like work. I feel a pathetic little version of myself. And I'm just laying there and I'm, I feel like everything I say is stupid. Mm. I feel like everything I'm saying is uninteresting. I feel like everything I'm doing is something I wouldn't be doing if I was sober. <laughs> and I get in my head, I'm like, would I be doing this if I was sober? I just um, hate how you just start to think about everything. Oh, like, so I, that's awful. what happens to me. Like, I would get, if we're in a, with people, let's say, and I need to get up and pee. Mm. I wouldn't do it because I feel like if I'm going to walk funny. Yeah. Or, like, I just start to think about it for an hour. Right. Like, oh, it's so awkward that I'm getting up to pee right now. Yeah. Everyone's going to be noticing me. <laughs> and they're going to know that I'm high. <laughs> it's awful. I hate it. I'm probably going to take some tonight. <laughs> it was nice before bed, actually. The thing is that... I only do it in the evening. Yeah. The thing is, like, I was anxious about our new video. 
by the way, our new video is out. Go check it out. I put so much freaking work into that. <laughs> you video. really did, guys. Did I edit it so and much? It shows. That, and that video rocks, man. <laughs> but we got to talk about that. I don't know if you're ready to move on or if you had well, something else Well, my point, we can, I'm about to move on, but my point was that I was super anxious because I had a ton more work to do. And I, yeah. And so I think it amplifies that. But there was times on the weekend where I took it and it was kind of nice. I don't know. I'm working on it. It's a it's a work in progress. But the new video's out, guys. Go enjoy it. H3HreeProductions.youtube.com slash H3HreeProductions. It turned out pretty funny that it was like, it's a really gross video. So gross. And we did this YouTube premiere <laughs> where you can't skip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So all these people were so excited oh, to watch the video with us. Oh, that's Think about that. Yeah, I also skip. didn't think about that. <laughs> they were like trapped. It's like Clockwork Orange. So I saw people <laughs> say afterwards, "This is the last time I'm watching a video in the premiere." Cause <laughs> yeah, we ruined it. Because <laughs> usually they would skip through that's whatever hilarious. they can't watch. Oh my god, that's hilarious. <laughs> um, yeah, you guys, we, I I really went all out for you guys. I spent each of those edits you see where there's like two girls that go beast mode. And I spent a full, like, 10 hours, 8 to 10 hours on each chunk. Mm-hmm. So that was two di- solid days of work on each of those edits. Yeah. And then the last sketch we did, I went all out. And for... you're a fast editor now, so a day of work yeah. is um, a lot. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot of work. That's why it was stressing me out, because it was like, I knew I wanted to do all that stuff. And it's like, when you si- when you just have the raw footage, and you know... It's like looking at a piece of marble, and you know there's something inside, but there's you've got to work to get to it. And I'm like, there's so much work, it can sometimes feel overwhelming, but you just got to take it one one cut at a time. But it feels very daunting at first, where you're just like, oh man, like how do I even get to the center of this thing? Um, but I enjoyed how it came out, and I hope you guys enjoy it as well. Yeah. It's gross. Thing is, I was cracking up when I was editing. <laughs> a lot of people said it was too gross to watch. Um, and I understand that, but I guess my, my measure of gross is different because yeah. I find it really gross, but hilarious, too. Like, I was cracking up yeah. editing them and watching these women are just so insane. My goodness. <laughs> um, my favorite part, though, has got to be... Here, let me pull it up. I'm not going to get copyright striked for showing my own video. Mm-hmm. I'm going to copyright strike my own shit. Um, oh, I love when my own videos don't show up on the homepage. Here's a little preview for you guys. Mm. Me dunking my head in a bowl of ranch. Bro. Mm. <laughs> By the way, ranch burns mm. when it's covering your face. I, really? I couldn't believe that you oh, were... Oh, the slurp. Like, it's the fucking worst, dude. You went all in on that ranch. Well, you know, I was there. Let's get it done. I couldn't even smell it. <laughs> dude, I... There's good ranch and there's bad ranch, too. That was one of the bad ranch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That was one that's like super tangy and zesty and it's just like not good. But my favorite part of all Oh my god. This took a long time to find the right sounds too. I was kinda oh struggling, but it came out good. But my favorite part is coming up here when she pulls like a tapeworm out and then sucks it. Like watch it. Did you have to call it a tapeworm? Well it might be. What the fuck is it? So <laughs> it's so good. Homie, it's so good. Mm. Here. Mm-hmm. 
All those sounds and shit I obviously this, put in, the squishing and everything. This one took a while to find, though, the one that's about to play right now. Oh, yeah. The uh, <laughs> pulling sound. Yeah. Whoosh. So look at this dangling fucking whatever it is. She pulls it out and then sucks on it. Look at this. Can you so believe the, that? We actually recorded that sound ourselves. Oh, you're right. You're a little foley, huh? Yeah. Nice. We did it we ourselves. I, I mean, I, I tell you, I looked for like an hour plus for the right sound <laughs> yeah. effect. And it was driving me crazy. We're like, fuck it. Let's just do it ourselves. So we took... um, Like a yoga We took a, a rope. Belt, a yeah. rope. And I put it in my shirt and I pulled it through like that. <laughs> that's right. I totally forgot that we did that. Yeah. Pretty slick, man. Because the sound is so important. Like that scene is not the same the without that. Is, yeah, no. That's what makes it that's, as gross as it is. That one. <laughs> yeah, I was pulling a belt through my shirt. <laughs> Fuck yeah, we did do that. That was awesome. Mm, wow. But I think my oh favorite my of the edits. Ugh. I actually really like how the crab, the baby crabs, running <laughs> away from good. her. It's like a genocide. When she pulls her own face, the the next girl per- pulls her own face out of the crab. Yeah, then the I next, think that was my favorite moment. The next one is my favorite. You mean so the, uh, the B-Loves? You. Yeah, yeah. B-Loves. <laughs> Did you like when God speaks to B-Love? Or Jesus? Yeah. <laughs> B-Love, get your shit together. <laughs> God damn it. The greatest of all time, the greatest yeah, B-Love is a legend. did it. B-Love's life. Yeah. She has one point. Ooh, it's so this, much this edit. Right this is the one I did first. Yep. It's on another level. She has and I was like, man, that was, that was really fun. I like it. It's really compelling. So I wanted to do one. Near the beginning as well. That was my thought process. But here, Lobster, the waste of oh life. god, yeah, this was shocking. The he- amount of meat that came out of the legs, <laughs> and I love how she goes when she's taking a bite at first. She goes, "What is this?" And then she eats it. <laughs> that is this poor lobster lay yeah. on this table a little bit better. I like that she's sitting in the ocean. It's yeah. like a threat it's to so the funny. ocean. Yeah. By the way, there was a joke about the first girl that she looks like the villain from The Little Mermaid. Mm, yeah. But I was like, is that? Can I say that? I feel like I, I don't did. know anymore. <laughs> yeah, no, I did. I know I did. But we cut it off because we're like, I don't know if that's like inappropriate. I kind of a little wish. mean. Is Not it inaccurate though? I mean, she looks like the freaking villain from Little <laughs> Mermaid, <laughs> and she's <laughs> eating seafood. Ursula. <laughs> Ursula. Yeah. Yeah. Ursula. Ursula. Thank you, Dan. See, if I had the name, <laughs> look at all that. Right this girl's there. such a character, though. Yep. I love and her. And I got that dipping sauce. She's First so of all, good. Loaf's life's on another level. <laughs> she has a literally another camera in the top <laughs> of that. <laughs> to the ocean. Yeah. yeah. You, better, you. you better keep these lobsters coming. <clears throat> Let me just tell y'all what. Ooh. Whoa! Whoa! So enthused. Did y'all see that? What? What? She's funny. Yeah, she's amazing. What? 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 By the way, this is all butter that you see in the. <gasps> The dipping bowls, it's oh, butter. God. <laughs> it's like their own sauces that they make. She goes, what is this? <laughs> Slowed down once. <laughs> you know what I did? I took, um, here. I took the what, and I slowed it down to 50%, and then I had to add one where the pitch shift is maintained, or the pitch is maintained, and then one where it's not. Uh, and played them over each other, and it came out really good. <laughs> nice. I love how it's all flaky, like, what the hell? And then you think it's over? Nope. That's my favorite part. (laughs) (laughs) And this sound came out really good, where it's like... Wow, wow, wow! (laughs) 
the sequel. <laughs> and then... You know, people complain about Japanese whaling. I and love all how she reacts to it. When she starts laughing. Ooh, 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 I love ooh. her. <laughs> That's so fucking funny. She's amazing. And then, of course, how can we forget the real OG? This is... I can't watch this one. This is the one that... This is too bad. This is my favorite. This looking is... away right now. This one got me so excited when she... Look at... There's more Alfredo than there is... Freaking lobster leg. All the way down, too. That's like a... Heavy gag when I that, watch it. That's a legitimate deep throat, man. You like that, Dan? That just I, I'm actually looking away. I can't watch I this right is now. This dark? Yeah. <laughs> Ian, how'd you like the video? Uh, I'm ready for dinner. Look good. <laughs> Zach, did you love it? Tell me what you've fucking loved it, man. Thank you, Zach. Mm -hmm. Knocked it out of the park. But like, what Appreciate is what is the point of those channels? Is it like an ASMR type thing? So or? it's a little ASMR. But like I like I said in the video, I really truly think it's just other women that are hungry and want to be eating. I swear to God, go to the comments. <laughs> no, that, that, that seems accurate. In fact, in the comment for your video, because I was scrolling through it, and I saw one uh, girl say that um, that this is, she, she prefaced it, this is really sad, but I used to be anorexic, and I would watch these channels wow. to, like, oh, uh, really? crush the craving, essentially, like, vicariously <laughs> Wow, eat. That's incredible. Huh. Yeah. So, yes, it's a lot of that. It's a lot of that. Hmm. Women who want to be eating, uh... Who want to watch people eating? It's all women. It's predominantly women. Fucking fascinating. Dark web? Is this the dark web? So here oh, we got this pizza that blew my mind when it showed up. Though. <laughs> the guy, I, we had to open both of our front doors to fit it in the house. <laughs> really? Yeah. So I've got ten bottles of ranch, which is about yeah, kind of over ranch, as you can imagine. <laughs> it's really quite foul. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there you have it. That was our new video. Uh, well done. Thank you very much. Did the, wow. uh, so did the vegan police kick down the door like right after you filmed it? <laughs> <laughs> the vegan police. There was no meat on that. The ranch. The ranch uh, got dairy though. Uh, no. Yeah. That. By the way, I'm not vegan anymore. Oh, I see. Yeah, that's been. I'm over that. Right, Eli? Yeah, but actually, we've we've just gone on like a eating at home diet. And I think we're doing good. I think People Ethan like, is doing that's good. A diet. Where it's just we're trying to just eat healthy, a salad with every meal. Fruit. Fruit. Just not because we we would get busy a lot of the times during the week with work, and then we would order food. And I would and, pig out and eat like and a you, fucking monster. You just you don't eat healthy when you're eating out. There's just no way. Yeah. So we're so, but I'm doing well in the weight loss. I yeah. guess I'm not vegan. Actually, I got to tell you the truth. I went two weeks plus vegan. I gained weight. No, no way. Yeah, dude. I swear to God, I was at two like seven when I started, and two weeks later, I was at two ten, and I was like, "Bro, this is not working." Yeah, I guess <laughs> not. Shit, this is not working at all. My goodness. But now you're actually. I'm on the decline. Yeah. Done at like two o two. Ethan decline. <laughs> Ethan decline, baby. <laughs> um, what else? There's a couple I other. I to say while we talk about um you. Oh, we're talking about me. I like that. Go on. We, uh, <laughs> the, I want to, we released this small little collection on Teddy yeah, Fresh. And, um, I saw a lot of people liking it. Did they? Yes. Nice. And I wanted to let them know who designed it. TeddyFresh.com. 
So this whole, the, the for the longest time, we call this the Ethan Edward <laughs> collection because Ethan designed it. Thank you, Eli. So we thought, like, what would his designer name be? Because my middle name is Edward. So it's Ethan Edward. Ethan Edward. Edward. Um, so it was lovingly called Ethan Edward in the office. <laughs> um, thank you, Eli, for giving me all Here, the credit. minimize that for a minute? <laughs> my <is>. God. <laughs> Like a true designer, the sketches are so realistic. <laughs> it changed a lot since then. But I mean, the socks. The socks are white on one side, color on the other. Mm-hmm. Black. And the long sleeve. There it is. There's the long sleeve. Yes, ma'am. How about that? <laughs> I'm a true genius. Thank you for acknowledging me. <laughs> Thank you. That long glass people are acknowledging me. Um, I really yes. like the sweatpants a lot. From that collection. You want a pair? Cool. Yeah. Teddy, go to TeddyFresh.com. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. We'll look we'll all you guys up if you want to. Do. But this shirt is part of it. This is like my favorite shirt ever. It's it's ex more pricey than normal shirts, but it's heavy cotton. Yeah. And it's hard to appreciate how amazing it feels um, without wearing it. But it's like, he it's heavy, it's oversized. It just, it's really flattering. It looks really good. And it's just really nice material. But uh, that's enough about us. There's a couple more stories I wanted to get to. I wanted to talk about R. Kelly. I wanted to talk about Ja Rule. I wanted to talk about Jussie. Why are, and, but I'm also kind of over it, yeah. too. And my throat hurts. I'm afraid I'm going to get oh, sick again, right. dude. Oh, really? I, if I get sick again, I'm going to be so fucking pissed, bro. I was so you sick. You got antibiotics, too. No, and I ate them all. I didn't yeah. even stop early. <laughs> But I, last night, my throat started getting scratchy again. Uh-oh. Just like it happened before. I was so sick last time. Like, I literally gotten... I was set me back, like, two weeks. That's why we didn't have a video for so long. Yeah, yeah. If I get sick again, Elo, I'm gonna be so fucking pissed. <laughs> so, I don't know. Maybe we should wrap it up. I really want to talk about this stuff, though. But it's a lot. It's actually a lot to get to. We've already been going an hour and a half. Oh, YouTube demonetizes anti-vax videos, the Jesse Smollett thing, the guy who faked the hate crime, Jaw Rule bombing during a performance, <coughs> and uh, R. Kelly, and The Bachelor, of course. Maybe we should talk about The Bachelor a little bit. Do we have a guest next week? Because maybe I can talk about this stuff next week. Uh, not yet. Okay. Mm. Everyone's like, I know I'm too next At least next we week. can say publicly. Hmm. Oh, wow. That's a pretty uh, captivating little clickbait IRL. It's been an hour and a half, Hila. Oh, okay. So let's wrap it up. Let's call it a day. Let's stop while we're ahead. Are we ahead? I had yeah. a time. Oh, thanks, you. I did you all have a good time? good time? Ian, Zach, did you guys have a good time? Yes, I did. How, so are, how are you guys doing, Ian? How are you? <laughs> Someone, I just want to say uh, to this guy who said, tell Ethan to get that hair off his shoulder. That's from the furry suit. Oh, shit. I just ruined the whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> that hair got everywhere. I didn't even got put everywhere. it on, and I've got it all over me. Yeah. Just, helping just imagine what your lungs look like. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ian. Yeah. How are you? Talk to me. I'm doing swell, you know. Life is uh, good. Oops. That's why are you. Does it sound like you're being ironic? I got a piece so bad. <laughs> really? Zach, what about you? You good? I'm doing very well. <laughs> Submitted some more uh, school applications. Excellent. Good. 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 
What's your dream school? USC. USC, huh? Yeah. University of Spoiled Children. <laughs> <laughs> My dad is a diehard UCLA fan, and he may he would probably. You remember what Salt Bay did to that sandwich? <laughs> well, the, the funny thing is, so am I. I love UCLA, and, mm. um, but yeah, I feel like USC is a better school. How are you going to pay for that? That's expensive, right? Um, I guess. Finance. Ask you for a raise. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Shit. Um, I uh, student loans, I guess. Damn. Um, oh, Jesus. Financial aid. <laughs> Stuff like that. Oh, God. But you're only going to do two years because you're at community college now, right? Pro- probably like three. Hmm. Yeah. You want to major in, what are you majoring in? Probably communications and then off to law school. Law school? You slick Ooh. ass motherfucker. <laughs> do you know what kind of law? You're going to be in so much debt. <laughs> <laughs> um, entertainment laws. Um, Damn, Ooh, look me up in 10 you're years. You're going to be our lawyer one day. Yeah. Um, I joked. Actually, I remember Zach told us that. I was like, "You better not fucking sue me in ten years." <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe what what you have to go through here with those prices of college. Oh man, you're gonna be so fucked, Zach. And then like you have a loan for yeah. the rest of your life. Yeah. But you're a good student. You're gonna. You're gonna. You'll prevail. Thank you. I appreciate it. Now you're a good, real good student. I wrote you a letter of uh, recommendation. Did yes, that work out for you? It was a beautiful letter. Thank you very much. You didn't read it, though. Uh, no, I did not. Yeah, of course. That would be unethical. Yeah. Really? You're not supposed to well, read it? if he read it, he wouldn't be thanking you. <laughs> yeah, if you, if you receive a letter of recommendation, you're not supposed to read it because huh. if what they write about you um, is, is secret. Because if you know... And they write something unflattering, or you you know th- you're not supposed to interact with what because it shouldn't affect. That would be such a you know what I'm saying. Such a stab. Oh my goodness! Someone's like, yeah, I'll write a recommendation. Oh and then my you're right, god! Do not hire this person. Like, <laughs> no, I wouldn't write a letter without the person reading it. <laughs> but can you? But uh, like traditionally, you're supposed to seal it. I didn't know that. And then. You deliver it directly so that it, it it's not read by anyone but the uh, mm-hmm. person. You like seal it with wax so you know if it's been opened. You know, you're like Zach is a fucking piece of shit. I guess because otherwise you can't just fake a letter about yourself. That, is that the? Um, well, it's corroborated. I mean, you you would have your contact info on it and shit. Yeah. Yeah. But thank thank you again for doing that. You're welcome, Zach. Thank you for. Uh, Thank you for flattering me. <laughs> yeah, um, Dan, how are you? I'm pretty good. Hmm. <laughs> pretty good. Yeah. Nothing else? What would take you to the next level of very good? <laughs> or just good. <laughs> um, you know, I, I, one of my best friends uh, is moving out of town, and we had his going away party last night, so I'm a little bummed about that. Oh. Yeah. yeah. That's a shame. Leave, leave in L.A. Where's he going? To bumfuck nowhere in like New Mexico or something. Why? <laughs> Idiot. Is he selling meth? <laughs> Why are you going there? He's going there because he's getting a two-bedroom apartment for $400 a month he's, instead of paying uh, fucking on close to two grand for a one-bedroom here. Smart so, guy. Yeah, exactly. I heard a lot of people are moving out of California. Yeah, no. Not only because uh, it's so expensive. A lot of my friends have been leaving. Oh, no. Not only is it so expensive, but the taxes here are totally it's insane. so brutal. It's most. It's mostly the rent, though. Like you're right about the taxes. It, that's on top of everything. But the rent is. It's. It's a problem. It's, yeah. It's absurd. 
I pay out the ass for my place. <laughs> I mean, if you can go get your own like place for $400 a month, fuck. Two bedroom, too. I feel like our parents have no idea no. what we go through. No, none of these stupid, obnoxious, older fucks have any idea. They got to buy a house for like $2. They, no, literally, they buy, used to buy houses for under $50,000. And sure, fucking yeah. in now Los you spend Angeles, the, you spend that in two years on rent. It's like nothing. Two years on rent, more like one year on rent. If you have a nice place, that's well, a really nice. That's place. a really nice yeah, place. You're right. That's a really. <laughs> that's nice not. Place. But Dan says, "How much is your rent, Dan?" Uh, it's about uh, two point five a month, and I got a roommate so, that, we, that we split. Oh, you split that? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But you don't want to. You don't necessarily. You do not want to be having a roommate when you're. And Dan, I, I mean. You you make a decent salary here. Mm-hmm. I know. I mean, I'm the guy that pays you, so I know. <laughs> you you know. <laughs> yeah. But like, well, I understand you're being economical, but it's like, God, you know, you shouldn't yeah, have if you're to, trying to live with somebody. Put some money aside. Yeah. Do you like living with someone, Dan, or do you prefer to have your own place? I mean, yeah, I prefer, but I, that's it's not really realistic, honestly. It's just it's a waste of money. Yeah. Yeah. You know. When I was in college in Santa Cruz, I paid over a thousand dollars to share a room. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, Santa Cruz was so expensive. I shared a room with a friend, and we we're each paying like twelve hundred a month. That's nuts. I remember it was a big room, shocked, but we shared. I, I when I f- came here, like you know, I didn't have a lot of money, and then we had to find a job and pay rent and do all this stuff, and it's like, what the fuck. I think we were sharing a room. We were paying eight hundred a month or something. Yeah, we house. had. No. Yeah, we were with a housemate. Yeah. Yeah, we just had one housemate, but. But then we brought in someone to live in the living room. Live on the couch. <laughs> that took the pressure off. Yeah. He was spent. He was paying like five hundred a month to sleep on the fucking couch. In the living room. <laughs> I used to do that. Maybe like five years ago, we had somebody living in our living room and two couples. So there was five people in a two bedroom wow. apartment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Golly, you know, I, there, when I was in college, I lived in a big house. There was um, three bedrooms, and then one of their friends was like, "I'm gonna move into the living room, and I'll just pay all the utilities." <laughs> and I was like, "Fine, whatever, that's fine." We all agreed. Then when I move out, the dude didn't pay any of the freaking bills. Right? <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> and they were hit, and I was dead broke. I was trying to find work. That was when I was there. <laughs> Ela just moved there. We're struggling to meet our own rent, and and I'm, they're hitting me up like, "Hey, our friend didn't pay the bills, and so there's huge late fees, and yeah. you owe us like five hundred bucks." And fuck your credit, too. Well, it wasn't on my credit; it was on oh. his credit. Oh, ouch! But they were like, "Hey, um, you owe us money because our friend didn't pay <laughs> the utilities, and there was huge late fees." The dude lived there all year, and we were like months delinquent on all of our bills. I was like, what? <laughs> and I was like, oh, listen, I can't, I can't pay you for this. It's brutal. Brutal. I think I gave them a little money. I think you did, yeah. Yeah. I gave them a couple hundred bucks. Yeah, which was a lot for us. I remember. But I was like, what the fuck? Your friend, like, goes to link. But, you know, everything was the Wild West back then. Every dollar mattered. Yeah. <laughs> fuck. Well, there you have it. Said it all. Right, Ian? Uh, absolutely. What are your plans this weekend, Ian? 
Going to the bathroom. <laughs> He's wiggling over here. He's wiggling hard. That's your plan for the for the weekend. Uh, I haven't given much thought. What am I doing? I don't know. Gonna go uh, lurk around. That sounds weird. What dude. the fuck? What? <laughs> I'm not gonna get into details. You don't want to know. I barely not. No, I don't. Keep that to yourself. Sorry, I asked. <laughs> any uh, yeah, Dan and Zach, any plans this weekend? Um, probably just chill out, listen to some dead. You know, <laughs> taking it easy. We're making a shirt called the Grateful Ted. That's oh, a play yeah. on a Grateful Dead uh, yeah. design. <laughs> Probably gonna be playing some Apex Legends. Yeah, I've actually I'm into Kingdom Hearts now. I uh, Kingdom Kingdom Hearts. I'm enjoying it, so I'm gonna go play that. Hell yeah! I'm trying to play the new Tetris. But oh, the Battle Royale Tetris. You we don't really understand people? it. I feel like I'm missing. Yeah, I think something. I think <laughs> so. I think so. Yeah. But you played once and you got sixth place. I was impressed. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's wrap this up. We've said it all. We've done it all, guys. I. Thank you for coming and spending this precious time on this earth. We don't have much of it, but yet you chose to spend it here with us. And by golly, isn't that a nice thought? Um, <laughs> and thank everybody in here, Dan, Ian, Zach, Hila, and Theodore, <laughs> uh, for coming by and, and saying what the F is up. Um, I pay them to be here, but, well, not you, Hila, but, you know. <laughs> you guys still come here by choice, you know, even without the money. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's nice. <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, we gotta do something with those furry suits, but regardless, guys, have a <laughs> magical, blessed weekend. It's Friday. TGI Friday, as they say. Friday, Friday. Everybody get down with Friday. Is the music playing, Dan? Yep. <laughs> um, I'm so excited to just get in bed. <laughs> TGI F. Thank God it's Friday. Everybody oh, get down that's with Friday. What it says. Yeah, TGIF. Thank God it's Friday. Oh. We should go to TGIF. Nah. Okay. What was it that one chilies? that I learned recently? Like I right, sure. What? What does I hope stand for? Oh, International House of Pancakes. I didn't know that. Yeah. Until uh, recently. Uh, well, you're not you're you're new yeah. around here. <laughs> new but around it's like parts. mind blowing when you when you find out oh. Like, That's why they flipped the P into the B in that whole media stunt. International yeah. House of Burgers, get real. I don't like that. Yeah, get out of here with that shit. IHOB. IHOB. Come on. Give me a fucking break. Alrighty. Uh, I guess that's it, eh? Yes, sir. Song's almost over. Okay, guys. <laughs> thanks for watching. We'll see you thanks next week. Thanks for watching. Bye, everybody. Bye.